everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXB and today is the 31st of August 2023 and unfortunately guys, the price of Bitcoin and the global cryptocurrency market has magically gone down. So it looks like the news regarding Grayscale Investment winning a court order against SEC definitely pumped out the price, but that was definitely a temporary move. And guys, as I mentioned in my episode yesterday, Grayscale winning the court decision definitely does not mean that a Bitcoin spot ETF will be approved, but it definitely takes it one step closer. Now in today's episode guys, we have a massive breaking news and that is regarding Binance and it has more to do with Binance BUSD and looks like they are going to end Binance BUSD by 2024 and along with that in today's episode, I'll also go ahead and discuss where they are planning to delist 8 BUSD trading pairs, so definitely not ideal, not just for Binance but for the stable coins as well and look guys, I have this very strong feeling that there is a massive war going on among stable coins and as I mentioned yesterday as well guys, I wouldn't be surprised if Circle USDC does eventually turn out to be the leader and it might just overtake the volume of Tether USDT as well. So we'll definitely go and explore that news in today's episode. Now we also have some positive news regarding US and that is to do with an app called as Robinhood and they have decided to add Bitcoin and Dogecoin as well and one of the analytical firm guys, they also identified that Robinhood might actually be the fifth largest owner of Ethereum so it looks like they are a massive whale so far as Ethereum is concerned. Now regarding Far East guys, we also have some update and that has to do with crypto bank Ciba and they have got approval by their leading authority in Hong Kong so definitely positive news for Hong Kong and looks like guys the Far East is definitely taking a more proactive approach particularly keeping in mind cryptocurrencies so we'll definitely go ahead and explore that news. And guys, we also have some update regarding Tether USDT. Now mind you guys, I'm not a massive fan of Tether USDT because they have a notorious history and the news is that because of US is currently in banking turmoil, they have decided to work with the bank all the way in Bahamas. So it looks like Tether is tethering more towards Bahamas. So we'll definitely go and explore that news. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news guys is an absolute massive collaboration. And that has to do with First Abu Dhabi Bank, also called as FAMP, Magnati and Gida. And they are planning to accelerate digital payments in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So definitely positive news. And the second news guys has to do with artificial intelligence. And that is once again a partnership. And the Commerce Bank of Dubai and PwC are collaborating on artificial intelligence. And look as lately what I'm experiencing, there is a lot of news regarding artificial intelligence particularly in the Middle East and to be honest guys, the news regarding artificial intelligence or even the hype regarding artificial intelligence has definitely surpassed the hype regarding metaverse, NFTs, DeFi or cryptocurrencies as well. So we'll definitely go ahead and look at what the partnership news is all about. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode. So let's get started with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee Edit. The daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. 
will bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us, from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies. We'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8. And let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and the least crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well, and Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they are taking corporate social responsibility very seriously and they are focusing on three P's, that is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen, guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalook Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Shalook Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they've replaced it with Web3 and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys listen, 
Shalu Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods, and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now, if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmeets.xyz. And once again, guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information, and in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen, guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And Gus Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since they've taken care of that, Let's kickstart by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. And as I mentioned earlier, guys, the global cryptocurrency market is slightly below the $1.10 trillion mark. And as of today, it is at $1.09 trillion mark. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.98%. And guys, if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume, it is down by well over 32 0.73% since the last 24 hours 
and the volume gas is only at $33.89 billion. These are real scary numbers, isn't it? And this gas, to be honest, also shows the power of news, particularly in the world of cryptocurrencies and what kind of an impact it will have on the price of cryptocurrencies. And this is one of the topics guys Ray Dalio, a legend in the finance world, was actually talking about. That how can cryptocurrencies turn out to be a safe haven when news such as this definitely fluctuates the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So definitely something to think about. Now guys, if you look at the volume of DeFi, that is not looking good either. The volume is only at $2.1 billion and the total value locked guys is well below the $50 billion mark at $38.51 billion. And guys, in 2023, if I'm not mistaken, the total value locked has crossed the $50 billion mark only on three occasions. Highly, guys, the total value locked should be somewhere between the $160 to $200 billion range. So DeFi is definitely not looking good, particularly in 2023. And guys, DeFi is accounting for only 6.19% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And Lido is still dominating so far as total value locked is concerned at $14.63 billion. And if you look at decentralized exchange to centralized exchange dominance, the dominance of decentralized exchange, surprisingly, guys, is definitely shot up to the moon and it is at 22.92%. And guys, if you compare this matrix, let's say with the 24-hour volume of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, looks like a lot of people are using decentralized exchange to go out and convert their cryptocurrencies, let's say, to other stable coins. And at this point of time, I really am not sure if they're actually withdrawing it to fiat currencies. And if you look at the volume of stable coins, to be honest, since the last 24 hours, it has gone down. So it looks like, guys, what is happening since the last 24 hours, a lot of the people are taking the Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies using decentralized exchanges and converting it, let's say, to other tokens. That's what the matrix says. Now, guys, let me quickly run through the volume of DeFi protocols because the number one protocol, guys, is Uniswap. And, guys, listen, the volume has more than doubled since the last 24 hours. So, it looks like, guys, people are definitely using Uniswap quite a lot. And its volume is $1.39 billion. And, guys, it's so critical that you look at the 24-hour volume and try to analyze and compare it, let's say, with the volume of Uniswap. If you look at the volume of PancakeSwap, it is at $255.49 million. Core Finance is $187.19 million. Maverick Protocol, guys, is 96 $0.25 million in Dodo at $81.83 billion. So look, guys, the volume of Uniswap has definitely doubled since the last 24 hours. And I'm pretty much sure if the price of Bitcoin has gone down. There might be some coins or tokens that is definitely pumped up since the last 24 hours. So do me a favor, guys. Go to CoinMarketCap. And what you can do is you can actually sort it and check which has pumped up since the last 24 hours. And that is essentially what Bitcoins and top cryptocurrencies have been sorted for. Now, guys, let's look at the volume of stable coins. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is only at $32.12 billion. And as of today, stable coins still accounts for 94.78% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And in today's episode, guys, we have two news. One is regarding Binance BUSD, and the second news is regarding Tether USDT. Now, before we get into that, let me just run through the 24-hour volume. Because out of the $32.12 billion, guys, Tether USDT is accounting for $24.30 billion, Circle USDC is accounting for $3.60 billion, and Binance BUSD at $1.09 billion. Now, unfortunately, guys, the future of Binance BUSD is definitely not looking good. And, guys, listen, I'm just looking at Binance BUSD's market cap right now, it is at $3.10 billion. And as I mentioned a few days ago, guys, one of the listeners did actually ask me if there is a possibility 
of Binance BUSD's market cap to go below the $3 billion mark and at that point of time I definitely dismissed it and I definitely did not anticipate Binance BUSD's market cap to go below the $3 billion mark because remember guys at one point of time Binance BUSD's market cap was hovering around the $16 billion mark and ever since SEC is aggressively going after Binance BUSD it is definitely not looking good for Binance BUSD definitely not looking good for CZ as well so we'll definitely have a look at that and Binance unfortunately has made the decision to go ahead and stop having support for Binance BUSD so definitely not ideal now guys let's quickly run through the market cap 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum Bitcoin's market cap guys as of 31st of August is 531 billion dollars whereas Ethereum guys is still about the 200 billion dollar mark and as of today it is at 205 billion dollars the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin gas is $17.4 billion, whereas Ethereum is $5.34 billion. And once again, guys, keep a track of the 24-hour volume of the top-performing protocols and then try to check it if they have been swapped or converted with UDSOP. And guys, as of today, 31st of August, the dominance of Bitcoin is 48.89% and Ethereum's dominance is 18.90%. It's going to be really interesting to see the dominance of Bitcoin as in when we get update regarding Bitcoin spot ETF in US, I wouldn't be surprised overnight if the dominance does actually shift towards being closer to 60%. What are your thoughts guys? Now in today's episode guys, what I'm going to be doing is looking at decentralized apps on Cardano and also on Zilliqa. And mind you guys, the numbers for Zilliqa are definitely not looking good, quite shocking to be honest. So I'm looking at two matrix. First, I'm going to be looking at the fiat value of incoming token transfers from unique active wallets to the decentralized app smart contract over a period of time so that is usually in dollar amount and the second matrix guys I'm looking at is the actual number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transaction with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time so the second matrix guys let's say if it shows us 1 or let's say if it shows us 10 it does not necessarily mean that there are 10 people using this what that essentially means is that there are 10 smart contracts and under the smart contracts, there might be hundreds if not thousands of people interacting with it. Now guys, let me just run through the top decentralized app working on Cardano. And the first one guys is MinSwap. And if you look at it in terms of dollar amount, it is $9.46 million. And the number of people interacting or performing transaction with this decentralized app smart contract is 1,680. The second one is Indigo Protocol. In terms of dollar amount, it is 508,000. 590 and in terms of people interacting with it it is 189 now the third one guys is swing riders and in terms of dollar amount it is 268,510 and the number of people interacting with its decent app smart contract over a period of time on most likely guys as 24 hours is 317 now to be honest guys Cardano's numbers is definitely looking much better than let's see other blockchain protocols isn't it but the matrix for Zilliqa guys is absolutely scary and let me just read out what the second and the third one is. Now the first decentralized app on Zilliqa guys is Zilliqa and in terms of dollar amount it is 75,960 and the number of people interacting or performing transaction with its decentralized app smart contract is 74. But listen to this guys, the second decentralized app on Zilliqa is Evely Finance and in terms of dollar amount it is 3260 that's about all and the number of people interacting with it is 20. now the number third decentralized app guys on zilliqa is absolutely scary and to be honest guys 
this might just be the lowest matrix I might have ever seen on decentralized app. And it is a decentralized app called a Scarp Swap. And if you look at it in terms of dollar amount, it is only $22. Only $22, guys. That is the third decentralized app working on Zelikar. And the number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract for Carp Swap is only two and most likely guys they are developers so really i'm not sure what is going on so far as decentralized apps working on zilliqa or to be honest decentralized apps working on blockchain protocol because to be honest guys when you talk about decentralization when you talk about distributed nature and centralized entity not having control over our data unfortunately looks like the user engagement is definitely not there isn't it and that to be honest is extremely extremely scary and guys, listen, I've mentioned this several times in my Crypto and Coffee AD podcast as well as in my Metaverse Everything podcast as well. In order for people to switch from current existing systems to let's say new systems, new projects or protocol, the new user experience has to be 10 times better. If the new user experience is not 10 times better, people are just not going to switch. A classic example, guys, I can think of as let's say threads. Now granted, they definitely got 100 million people in threads, but if you look at people using it, it's gone down drastically. So the big message to CTOs, tech founders, or people trying to build things on blockchain protocols or so-called Web3 protocols is make sure that the user experience is at least 10x better than what we are currently experiencing or people are just not going to switch. Now guys, before we look at the king of all kings, let me run through a protocol called as DYDX. Cause it is a governance token for layer 2 protocols so let me very briefly run through what is dydx because dydx guys is like a special online market where you can do things with cryptocurrencies which are digital forms of money like bitcoin and ethereum and it's not just regular exchange where you can buy and sell these cryptocurrencies it is a bit more advanced where people can do things like trading borrowing money and even earning interest with the crypto assets so the big question is guys how does the dydx token work now listen guys the DYDX token is like a special key that gives you certain powers on the DYDX platform. If you have these tokens, you can suggest changes to how the platform works. It's kind of like having a say in the rules of the game, isn't it? And you can also use these tokens to get rewards like lower fees when you trade or even earn more tokens just by holding them. So the big question is, what is it that makes DYDX special? So there are four core areas that I'll briefly touch base upon. The first one is advanced trading and DYDX guys isn't just for basic buying and selling it lets you do more complex things like trading with borrowed money to potentially make bigger gains and the second one is guys earning interest so when you put money in the DYDX platform it's just not sitting there you can essentially earn interest on it like by putting money in something similar to let's say putting money in your savings account and the third one guys is extremely secure and safe cause DYDX is built on technology that keeps everything safe and your money and information are protected by using advanced computer code and finally gas is extremely fast and cheap and the platform uses clever technology to make trading faster and cheaper it's kind of like using a super speedy road to travel which makes things work fast even when people are using it so let me very briefly run through who the founders of dydx is because antonio giuliano and jason yin are the brainchild behind dydx and they came up with the idea and created the platform to help people trade and do other things with the cryptocurrencies and the dydx token guys is based on ethereum which we know as of now is a popular and secure blockchain platform and this ensures that transactions and activities on dydx are trustworthy and protected from bad actors and the dydx token guys definitely started somewhere around september of 2022 
and this token is an important part of how the DYDX platform functions. So in a nutshell guys, DYDX is an advanced platform where people can do more than just basic trading with cryptocurrencies. The DYDX tokens gives you special powers on this platform and the whole system is made secure using advanced technologies and the aim of the founders is to make trading and other financial activities with cryptocurrencies much more easier and beneficial. So definitely a really unique and interesting protocol I guess. Now guys let's discuss the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. Now since the last 24 hours it has actually gone down by 1.88% and it is priced at $27,276 and it's gonna be really interesting to see guys as in when we get some update regarding Bitcoin spot ETF and the price of Bitcoin will definitely fluctuate over the weekend. If you look at the price of Bitcoin since the last 7 days it is definitely up by 2.38% and Ethereum gas is down by 1.69% and it is currently at $1,705 and since the last 7 days it is marginally up by 1.01% and Binance BNB coin gas is at $223. Since the last 24 hours it is down by 1.75% since the last 7 days, it is up by 2.74% and look guys, 2023 is definitely turning out to be one of the worst years for Binance. Now granted guys, they have definitely been making partnership and while I was preparing for this podcast, I was reading some news that Binance is planning to launch some more other protocols and even some kind of stable coins in the near future. But unfortunately guys, the news is that Binance has announced plans to delist 8 Binance BUSD trading pairs and the company is also planning to withdraw full support by 2024 so what i'd really recommend you to do is guys if you're into trading if you're degenerate who does quite a lot of trading look at the show notes below you'll definitely go ahead and check out the blog and make sure that you identify what these trading prayers are and what is it that you need to do and the actual date by when binance is going to go ahead and delist the eight trading pairs so definitely not ideal so let me just very briefly run through what the blog states because guys the blog states that the delisting process will occur in two stages Firstly guys, the exchange will suspend the isolated margin borrowing for specific pairs mentioned in the blog on the 1st of September 6am UTC. Thereafter, Binance will close all user positions, terminate any pending orders and enable an automatic settlement before proceeding to delist these pairs from its isolated margin market on September 7, 2023 and guys on the same day and at the same time, these trading pairs will be removed from Binance's cross margin market and Binance has also stated that users would not be permitted to modify these trading positions during the delisting procedure. Thus guys, they have advised to close all open positions and transfer the assets from margin wallets to spot wallets prior to September 2nd to avoid any possible losses. So look guys, if you're someone who's into trading and if you're someone who's using Binance BUSD, you definitely need to check it out. And guys, News BTC has also reported that Binance is also planning to terminate its support for its native Binance BUSD stablecoin by 2024 and they are actually urging users to convert their tokens to other crypto assets and this development guys was also revealed via pop-up notification on the exchange's mobile app. Now I tried to use Binance unfortunately I definitely did not find it but it could be possible that this pop-up notification is shown in different geographical restriction and look as this drama between Binance and stablecoin started going back to September of 2022 where Binance did actually try to convert some of Circle USDC's coin to automatically into Binance BUSD and because of that Circle was definitely not happy and they tried to do that in India and because of that guys there are claims or theories or stories that Circle USDC is the one who is trying to feed negative information to security and exchange commission 
and because of that the security and exchange commission is aggressively going after binance usd and look as we also know the drama between binance and ftx and we also know the drama between security and exchange head gary gensler and sam bankman fried and look as anything you do against the left-leaning administration is definitely going to fire big time and unfortunately guys binance is definitely suffering because of it and when this thing news broke out cc did actually mention via twitter that binance bsd's market cap is definitely going to go down and at that point of time binance bsd's market cap was hovering around the 16 billion dollar mark and now it has gone down to 3 billion dollar mark and i wouldn't be surprised guys if it goes below the 3 billion dollar mark in the next couple of weeks and looks like the future of binance bsd is definitely not looking good so i have a big question for you guys is in let's say the next two to three years who will turn out to be the leader in stable coins will it be tether usdt who definitely has a majority of the chunk as of now will it be circle usdc who's definitely making quite a lot of partnerships in yesterday's episode i talked about two massive partnerships that they have gone ahead and done and they're also going ahead and planning to launch circle usdc on coinbase's blockchain platform called as base network or will it be binance busd because look as a month ago Binance did try to launch another stable coin. Unfortunately, they faced some technical errors. But at this point of time, I really haven't checked if they've gone ahead and restarted the new stable coin. But the big question is, guys, who will turn out to be a winner? To be honest, guys, as much as I dislike stable coins, I have to say the Circle USDC, so far as the regulations is concerned, and so far as the auditing work is concerned, they're definitely doing a brilliant job. Definitely a brilliant job, let's say, to Bitfinex instead of USDT. Because the audit report of Tether USDT is absolutely laughable. But the big question, guys, you need to remember is transactions on stablecoin can absolutely be censored. And do stablecoins do actually follow the principles of open blockchain? The answer at this point of time is an absolute no. And you need to understand, guys, that stablecoin issuers are definitely acting the role of a bank. And this goes back to the whole notion of why Bitcoin was created. Bitcoin was created so that transactions happen peer-to-peer and the definition of bitcoin is it is a peer-to-peer electronic cash system but if you look at the volume of stable coins guys it is often well over 80 percent on certain days guys it has also crossed the 97 percent mark so definitely not ideal so the future of stable coins guys for binance bsd is definitely not looking good now guys let's discuss the next news and this is regarding robin hood and the news is that they have added wallet support for bitcoin and dogecoin and they are increasing the breadth of its crypto wallet beyond just ethereum ecosystem so essentially what this would mean is all users of robinhood wallet can now send and receive bitcoin and dogecoin and the company said this in an email statement it said its six month old wallet has hundreds of thousands of users which is spread across 140 countries to be honest guys i haven't checked if robinhood is actually available in dubai or uae i definitely am going to go ahead and check it out and guys robinhood's crypto manager did actually mention this news via Twitter and there is an official blog as well and he also actually mentioned that in future Ethereum swaps will become available to absolutely everyone and most likely that is going to take place in the next coming weeks and guys while this news was being published Akram Intelligence they tried to do some forensic analysis and what they did actually identify is that Robinhood is the owner of the fifth largest Ethereum wallet and they hold 2.5 billion Ethereum so absolutely massive giant isn't it and looks like our Robinhood is a massive whale in the cryptocurrency world and what they've actually mentioned is that the other cryptocurrencies that Robinhood actually holds includes Bitcoin which is roughly around 3.3 billion dollars worth of Bitcoin 
and the Osa Shiba Inu, which is approximately $277 million worth of Shiba Inu. They also have Link or Chainlink, which is roughly around $30 million, and even AVAX cars at roughly around $29.6 million. So it looks like they're in an absolute massive whale, isn't it? Now, guys, let's discuss some news all the way from Far East. And Daily Corn has actually reported that the Hong Kong Security and Futures Commission has awarded Swiss Bank SIBA local subsidiary with an approval in principle, also called as AIP, to offer digital asset services in the country. And SIBA Bank, guys, is a Switzerland-based crypto bank offering investment, trading, advisory and wealth management services at a global scale. And the bank also has a local subsidiary in Asia, also called as SIBA Hong Kong. And the SFC's approval, guys, when fully granted, will actually allow the bank to offer a range of regulated crypto services in the country, including advice, account management, and even over-the-counter derivatives as well. And looks like, guys, the bank will most likely be targeting retail investors with discretionary accounts in both virtual assets and trading securities. So looks like, guys, Hong Kong is definitely a massive advocate for cryptocurrency, isn't it? And also, guys, once this license is issued, it'll pave the way for Cyber Hong Kong Bank to be part of the first group of licensed corporations in Hong Kong to conduct investment services with crypto capabilities in the market, making Switzerland Hong Kong Bank a significant front runner in Hong Kong's booming crypto economy. So definitely a positive news. Now guys, let's discuss some news all the way that is connected to Bahamas. And Bloomberg is actually reporting that Tether is now banking with Britannia Bank and Trust, which is a privately held bank in Bahamas. And Bloomberg journalist guys Yui Yang and Olga Karov spotted Tether's new partnership with the privately held Bahamas-based Britannia Bank and Trust for its banking services. And look guys, Tether USDT or Bitfinex is a company that manages Tether. They have a notorious history with banking partners and at one point of time the bank refused to give them their own money and because of that they went ahead and raised a new security token offering and there was quite a lot of drama and now it looks like they're getting into a banking industry all the way in Bahamas definitely a red flag isn't it and what the article also says the reason they might have actually switched to bahamas because in the u.s there's a lot of drama going on with banking affiliations isn't it and that's probably one of the reasons why they're moving to bahamas so look as i mentioned this again when you talk about stable coins the war on stable coins is definitely on and the big question is once central bank digital currency kicks in why would you want to use stable coins because your stable coins can absolutely be censored and stablecoin issuers are definitely acting as a role of a bank. But those are my thoughts and opinion on it, guys. Now, guys, let's discuss two news from Dubai, UAE, and the Middle East. And the first news, guys, revolves around digital payment services in Saudi Arabia. So let me go ahead and break down what this news is all about. So the news essentially is that the first Abu Dhabi bank and Magnati have collaborated with Gidia for digital payment services in Saudi Arabia. And the aim is to provide digital payment acceptance solutions for businesses and the strategic alliances to bridge advanced financial solutions and accessibility. And First Abu Dhabi Bank, also called as FAB, is UAE's largest bank, operating as a full-service bank in Saudi Arabia since 2019. At Magnadi specializes in digital payment solutions and offer payment as a platform services. Now, if you're someone who's in Dubai or UAE, if you go to any retail outlet, and when you try to swipe your card, you'll definitely see Magnadi's sticker in the swiping machine. Now, so far as this news is concerned, guys, this collaboration is said to create exceptional value by enhancing affordability and accessibility as well. And Gidea Gaza is Saudi Arabia's largest fintech company and they're contributing to the alliance. And the goal guys, of this partnership is to transform Saudi Arabia's payment landscape with innovation and technology. And Magnati aims to introduce innovation solutions and seamless integration. And first up with Abu Dhabi Bank, 
emphasizes extending reach, innovation and tailored payment solutions and this newscast is aligned with Saudi Vision 2030 as they aspire to achieve 70% digital payments by 2025 and Gidea is a leader in the fintech sector and is part of the transformation process and gasless and electronic payments definitely surpass cash as a primary method in Saudi Arabia and Gidea also has obtained license from Saudi Central Bank and they offer direct financial services and collaborations such as this definitely empowers merchants with state-of-the-art payment solutions so the big question is guys where does cryptocurrency and blockchain fit into this because rather than using these banks they could have simply implemented cryptocurrencies isn't it and all of the problems and the solutions are available immediately in a matter of minutes but so far as this news is concerned guys the collective presence and services will definitely be an expansion in other gcc regions as well and the unified platform are planning for accepting various digital payment methods as well and so far as the news regarding Gidea is concerned they're definitely listed among the top 25 fintech companies in the middle east and that report was done by forbes because Gidea's gas focuses on revolutionizing payment landscape and enhancing customer experience and Magnati's fintech experience is actually combining with Gidea's innovation and Magnati gas was one of the front runners so far as metaverse is concerned i very specifically remember when i started my metaverse everything podcast they did have a goal to have an entire grocery outlet in the metaverse unfortunately it looks like that is still in development and the goal guys of this partnership between fab magnati and gidea is to unlock full potential of digital payments in saudi arabia and the strategic alliance draws inclusive access to advanced financial solutions as well and the transformation aligns with evolving needs of businesses across industries and the collective effort is to amplify services grab innovation and extend reach but it is a bit sad and surprising not to see that they mention absolutely anything regarding cryptocurrencies what they could have done is to be honest they could have just used bitcoin lightning network and their life would have been so much easier not just for the businesses but also for saudi arabia and more importantly for the customers as well right so that is an area that they definitely need to check out now guys let me go ahead and discuss the second news and that has more to do with artificial intelligence and the news is that the commerce bank of dubai or cbd is partnering with pwc for ai adoption and look as artificial intelligence potential application is definitely far-reaching and it can definitely be used for customer facing as well as back office operation as well and the commercial bank of dubai or cbd also sees artificial intelligence as a crucial aspect of its digital strategy and they aim to enhance customer experience and operational excellence and Ali Imran the chief operating officer of commercial bank of Dubai is emphasizing artificial intelligence integration for customer satisfaction and guys few days ago in my crypto and coffee day podcast I did talk about Diva that is Dubai electricity and water authority they were actually using chat GPT to answer a lot of the questions and the feedback that they got from customers was absolutely phenomenal as well so look guys artificial intelligence is definitely going to make massive headways in the custom service sphere and to be honest guys a partnership between cbd and pwc definitely aligns with ai focused endeavors and the commercial bank of dubai anticipates improved customer satisfaction and personalized banking as well and the collaboration reinforces commercial bank of dubai's prominence in the region and Gaz Ali Hosseini, the PwC Chief Digital Officer, has also emphasized deep AI integration so far as customer service is concerned and there will be massive joint efforts that reflect commitment to shaping an AI-driven future. Now what are your thoughts guys? I definitely do feel that artificial intelligence is definitely going to merge excellently well with customer service 
and this joint effort between PwC and CBDC definitely reflects a commitment to shaping the AI-driven future and Gaza partnership also aligns with growing interest in artificial intelligence application and the Commercial Bank of Dubai expects tangible outcomes including improved efficiency and the collaboration showcases commitment to AI-driven transformation so definitely positive news now whether we like it or not guys artificial intelligence is definitely here and unfortunately this would also mean that a lot of people might be made redundant isn't it because while using human service when you have something let's say similar to chat gpt if you were to connect it let's say to an nft or an avatar it does offer a much scarily accurate information and you never know it just might make the interaction much more human as well so those are my thoughts and an opinion on it guys so that's about all guys from Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain DXB. In case if you do have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com. And guys also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DX. We're listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. I have a question by Layu who asks, do you think Binance will launch some new stable coins and new products? As a matter of fact, Layu, they've already done that. And one thing which I did mention in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast is, Binance does have a partnership with Paxos and they did go out and try to launch a new stable coins. And I was a bit perplexed to see why is it that they are launching a new stable coins. And clearly the answer is pretty simple. They were anticipating the end of Binance BUSD. But what happened is that when they tried to launch that, they definitely faced some technical error. But the answer question is pretty simple lie that yes, they will definitely go out and launch a new stable coins and maybe they'll go out and launch a new product as well. Now look like 2023 has definitely not been the best year for Binance, but they faced a similar bad year earlier as well. And the following year, they definitely became even stronger. Now I'm not a massive advocate of Binance as such, but to be honest, they are definitely a legitimate company. And what I tend to do is lie in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I tend to look at the decentralized apps working on all blockchain protocol. Now surprisingly, Binance's number are just too accurate. What I mean by too accurate means it is absolutely spot on. Now it is kind of like too good to be true to be honest. Now that does not necessarily mean that there is some central entity manipulating but it could also mean that there is a central entity manipulating because one of the things which I was really shocked to know is that they tried to do an upgrade and which was like in hard fork and rather than community deciding it, it was Binance's team that went ahead and did that and that is more to do with Binance BNB chain. But to answer your question, yes, I do feel that Binance will definitely go ahead and launch a new stablecoin and look the ball on stablecoins is definitely on and you need to also understand lie because when you talk about stablecoins the volume is absolutely humongous even we talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies unfortunately the volume of Tether USDT alone surpasses pretty much 99.99% of all cryptocurrencies 24 hour volume now granted a lot of the cryptocurrency exchanges they make sure that you use stablecoins in order to go out and buy and that is one of the reasons why the volume is high 
And let's say during times of calamities and when the price goes down, what people tend to do is rather than selling the cryptocurrencies, they go and switch it to stable coins because that's the whole nature of using stable coins, isn't it? So stable coins are definitely a massive deal and I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Binance does not launch new stable coins, they might even let's say partnership with a government organization and go out and launch a stable coin. That'll be an absolutely game changer, isn't it? So let's say if Binance were to go out and approach a government and in partnership with the government, they go out and launch a stable coin and somehow some way they go out and connect the stable coin, let's say with the country's central bank digital currency. That'll be an absolutely game changer. Plus, they will also get legal protection and they'll also be following regulations. And I do feel that should be an area where some of the cryptocurrency exchange or businesses should definitely be heading towards. But once you question, yes, lie. I do think that Binance will definitely go out and launch new stablecoins. And if you look at Binance's blog, every second day they're going out and launching new products or new protocols. And listen, someone did actually ask me if Binance is actually bigger than Bitcoin. And surprisingly, at that point of time, the answer was yes, that Binance is definitely bigger than Bitcoin. Now, gradually, the dominance has gone down. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the urines of Binance and hopefully 2024 is much better for Binance and they have a good start. So that's my thoughts on it. And that's about all guys on the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and other series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee date works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the browser cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye bye.